So we'll be discussing two types of people. Sports fans and compulsive news followers or people who love political hack. I'll start off with a story first. There was a story told about Reb Chaim Pinchas Scheibenberg that one Shabbos he made a Kiddush in Shul in his older, in the later years. And no one knew why he made the Kiddush. After the Kiddush, someone asked, or by the Kiddush, someone asked him, Rebbe, what's shot in this Kiddush? He said, you know, as a child, as a young man, I was a, I was an avid sports fan. And this is the first time that I heard that my team that I went for when I was younger lost the game and it didn't emotionally make any difference to me at all. I didn't care. It's a thing people do. They sit around. They follow. They follow sports games. People love to discuss which team should trade who to what team. How he should have done better. How the coach could have done this and who they should pick in the draft and all the all the all the political discussions in 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 sports and how they think this should be that and and when the, when when breakfast is done, no one calls them from 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 ESPN. No one calls them from the major league. No one has. No one really ever gets anywhere. But it's a fun. It's it's geschmack, It's enjoyable. I won't make out of a difference. But it's a fun thing to do. Similarly, by the table, the next row over, my breakfast. There'll be people sitting there analyzing political policies of politicians. More nowadays, everyone loves to discuss. Which governor is doing right? Which mayor is doing wrong? Who should they vote for? How is it going to make a difference? The trends. And now there's people who have radio shows and news columns. And they make their pranasa off, off this type of thing. That's true. They make their pranasa off it. Uh, or, they, or, they, or they actually, they, they're, they're big askanim. They run organizations. But the average, the average yankel, the average barrel... How much different is their discussing politics different than the two guys on the table over who are discussing which players, the Mets, the Yankees, whoever should trade to whichever other team they should trade it to? Or, let's ask the question a different way. Should a person who's a compulsive news follower strive to one day be making a kiddush on the day the American election results come in and he's emotionally detached or not? Should, should that guy, Mr. Shem, he'll be a big guddle one day, he'll sit down and when he hears, when he's 75 years old, that whoever, whichever candidate won American elections, the big, ah, right, America, and he, doesn't, and, and he doesn't have any emotional feeling for it, should he make a party? Let's analyze this in a little bit in depth. We'll start with Shlomo HaMelech. He says in Mishle, Lev Melech Biyad Hashem. The heart of a king is in the hand of Hashem. Which, what does that mean? The Malbim over there explains that Hashem doesn't leave it up to a king to do what he wants. A king loses, a ruler loses some of his Bechira. Because the nation's just riding on, on what he chooses. So we can't leave it up to, to him. It really depends on the chusim of his of his of his of his constituents of his of his nation. It remains beyond Hashem for for issues of national success. That's how the Malbim explains the word leave Melech Hashem. Well, let's move on. Let's move on to 
um, zone in on this concept of Melech and what the Melech does and what he doesn't do. So let's start by the, the mitzvah of Melech itself. Where does it come from? Why is, why, what, where, where is it, well, how does the concept of king work? So Rav Vigdor Miller says that there's a mitzvah of, of, of Saim Tassim You should make for yourself a king. But it's a very, very unique mitzvah. Because 612 of the mitzvahs, or at least 247 of the assays, are things you should do. And as the situation arises, you do it. Right? The, the 248th, or it's really a little bit before that, somewhere in the 500s, um, is to make a king upon yourself. But the mitzvah only applies if you ask for a king. That means, if you say, we want a king, now there's a mitzvah in the Torah to have a king. But until you did said that, there was not a mitzvah. There's no obligation. There's no Indian. You don't need a king. If you don't want a king, you don't need a king. If you want a king, you need a king. So how does that work? Why, why, why? Why should it be that way? Why is the mitzvah only become active when you, when you want it? When you ask for it? So Ravik de Miller explains that the only time a person needs a king of flesh and blood is when his understanding that Hashem is the king becomes dim. As long as a person understands that Hashem is the ultimate king, then you have a king and the mitzvah is irrelevant. But when you fall to the level when you say, I need a king, I need someone to take care of, of my country, of my people, then you're forgetting on some level that Hashem is your king, and now you have a mitzvah. When you fall, when you're not staying on that super high plateau, now you need now you need to have a king of flesh and blood, and now the rules apply, and now you have to do it the proper way, because you are not on the level where, 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 you, you, where you fully comprehend that Hashem is your king. That's a very high level. But... When you're not on that level, we have to make sure that, that you follow the, the rules of the Torah. The Torah has a mitzvah for that event which comes, which came, that we're not holding by ha- having only Hashem as our king. Now, one more piece to fully understand this concept of, 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 of Hashem and, and His kingship, um, and regarding human kings, is... That the Chavis Halavavis says on the Pasuk of Yirmiyah, Baruch HaGever HaSheyiftach Ba'ashem Ba'ahaya HaShem Miftachai It's a double Ashen. Fortunate is one who trusts in HaShem and HaShem becomes his trust. Why? Why is there a double Ashen? So that, that is this concept of Saim Tatum Halachim That is the concept of why, of, of how it works. The mitzvah of having a king. If HaShem Melech, if HaShem is your king, then that's what HaShem will be. When you trust solely in HaShem, then anything can happen. Hashem could do anything, and He will do anything, and that's and then you don't have to worry. But once you trust in a mortal man, then you're bound by the laws of nature. And at this point, there's no more guarantees, because a person can't guarantee anything. Only Hashem can guarantee something, anything. So if you trust in man, you're limited by man. If you trust in Hashem, there's no limitations. Now let's get back to our first question. So first of all, first of all, on the Betacha note, Regardless of the discussions, we don't even know what's a good king and what's a bad king. We could say things. We could say, oh, he was really good for the Jews. But not so long ago, there was a, a president who was alleged, supposed to be very, very good for the Jews. But because during, on, on his watch, his great friendliness to the nation of Israel, on his watch, many, many thousands of people lost, lost their homes. 
And sometimes, maybe he's not the best friend, the president of, 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 of Israel, or maybe he's not the best friend of the Jews. But that doesn't always make it bad for us. Sometimes we, we rise to the occasion. When we, when we realize that, we can't rely on, on, on a ruler. You know, you know, there's so many different factors. There's so many different factors that we don't even fully comprehend. Then someone who we think is good makes us complacent. Someone who's really bad makes us alert. Someone who's really bad is bad for us. We don't know. We don't know what's coming or we're coming or going. We, we don't know. But we, we can make it up. But that, but, but, but we don't even, before we even get to the to politics of it, we don't even know what's good for ourselves. Then, the next step, it's, 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 it's another thing. So first of all, but before we get to the next step, don't think that I'm saying you shouldn't do a shtadlis. You have to do your shtadlis, and you should vote, if it's time to vote. But, most of the time, we are not doing Ishtalas when we're discussing politics. However, politics, politics is that trap. Because, really, a sports fan never thinks that they're going to call him up from wherever and say, Oh, I, I, I heard, we heard that you discussed by breakfast a lot of important insights into trades and, and, um, and sports teams, and, and we really think, we really want your opinion now. And the guy's going to be like, Whoa, amazing, right? No, no one thinks that they're going to call up the two guys in Yeshiva who are sitting there discussing their, their uh, the, the sports, the mamish, they have it all down, they know everything. No one's calling them anyway. No matter how expert you are, you're not going to get called. Maybe once in your life, you'll call into one of these sports things and they'll, they'll talk to you for, for 40 seconds. But I don't think it's going to happen. However, in politics, you could get caught up in your view. And you could think that you actually know. I know a politician. I know this guy. I know that guy. I actually know how the world works. And I see that things are, are, are going this way. And I have to do this because this... Really, but really, you don't have any power. But what you're doing is you're thinking... You're thinking, I know, and therefore I have to do this. I have to make a decision. But, 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 but you don't know. Really, people don't know. Most people don't know. Now, if you are in a position where you have to make a decision... You should, you should make an educated decision. But people who, who become so stuck in that, in that I know, I know what's going on, I have to do things because I know, it's very, very dangerous. And, and the politics, the hack of it, just, just takes you and, and, and traps you in a way. And if you ever just turn off your, your radio or your news feed or whatever it is for a couple of weeks, you'll see that, it, that, it, that, it, that, it, that it, it's a trap and it's all fake. They seem very real. But... Even the real parts of it, even the parts that we see, even the news that trickles down to us people who try not to follow the news, you know, for our health or for whatever reason we're trying not to, because it's all fake. If you follow the news nowadays, you'll hear, you'll hear 48 versions of a story before you find that the truth. But even that, even if you, even if you, you actually know true information, it's just, a, it's just a puppet show. It's the ultimate puppet show. Because Hashem is pulling all the strings. So you're going to get caught up in your politics and you're not going to know. You can look around. Look around exactly what's going on here now with all the politics and things that happened that we decided they were the worst things. And, and, and all this, all, there's, 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 there's serious things going on and there's serious problems, but not every part of the problem that we made and we blew it out of proportion and we went all panicky was, was so bad. Look, you could, see some, you could see a lot of silver linings left and right and everywhere you look. You don't know. We don't know what's bad. We decided this is horrible and this is horrible and that's horrible and we don't even know. And now, and now, especially... Especially with, with this big lecture coming up. People are all worried. He's really good. He's really good. We have to know him. It makes no difference. I always tell people that whoever Hashem wants to win, he'll win. And we don't know who's going to who's bad. But I'll tell you one thing. 
I noticed that in the last elections that just a few days before the elections, the strangest thing happened. Uh, the head of the FBI decided to once again volunteer information about a presidential candidate. There was no reason for it. No one really sure why why he decided to 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 to, to print a second letter. Maybe it was because Hashem wanted Trump to win that those elections. I don't know. I don't know what Hashem thinks. I'm just a regular person. And four years before, where Obama and, and Romney, where Obama and where Obama and Romney were close close in the elections and there was a storm October 27th which gave the, the current president a lot of lot of news coverage maybe he wanted him to win it was pretty close people forget that Obama beat Romney by 50, 52% to 48% of the of the popular vote that's pretty close you never know no one knows don't know who's good no one knows who's bad what we know is that Hashem is the king and Hashem is in charge. And the more we know it, the, the easier it is for everyone, the easier it is for us. The more we know it, the better off we'll be. It's a very high level. It's very lofty. But when Hashem is your king, you're, you're in the best hands possible. So, let's try as much as we can to make Hashem our king and treat Him as our king and all the other kings become, become like the nothing. nothing. They'll dwindle down to, to nothingness because when Hashem is your king, everyone else is irrelevant. And maybe we maybe be zeichet to see that day when Hashem reveals His kingdom to the entire world, and we only have to serve Him. We don't have to worry about anything else because we don't have to worry about anything else if Hashem is our King. It should happen. Amen.